Welcome everyone to the second season of the Sad Lit Girl podcast with your host Irlanda and Annabelle. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Sad Lit Girl. Tonight, whenever you're listening to this, uh, as always, I have here my one and only lovely co-host. Annabelle. Oh, this makes me so silly. Honestly, like it's becoming a trademark, you know. It's a trademark at this point. How was March? How was February? How how you been, girl? Like how how's everyone out there? Oh, I don't. The last three months have been. There's so much things happening in a way, but also because of like the temperature outside. It's just like it's still kind of heavy, but now we see the sun and it's just like finally, I fucking know finally. Like at least personally, I've been going through like very hectic weeks. It's like my finals are coming, uh, uni going finished soon, so I'm like kind of hectic lately. But at least there's sun outside. Like you know, I cannot really complain. I can get fresh flowers while I cry during my essays at three last minute. Yeah, because yeah. my mom was like, "Oh, the tulips are coming," and I'm like, "Where did you see them? It's it's still freezing outside." And she was like, "Yeah, you can see the leaves." And I was like, "Oh, your mom is ready." Like honestly, same. Like I I was supposed to go today, mm-hmm. finding. Some tulips because I need tulips in my life. It's it's the moment. I see them everywhere. I see everyone's trees, okay, and everyone <laughs> has beautiful tulips. And I'm like, when is my time? I need tulips too. I All mean, right. next weekend. <laughs> next, next weekend. weekend. Next weekend. Next weekend will be the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's this episode about, Anna? So today we're gonna talk about. The literary starter pack, but cottage core because this is the second episode that we do a literary starter pack. Last season, uh, we kind of like analyzed and we told you how to become your best dark academia self because it was, yes, it was in November. We also talked though about like the most negative side of the movement and everything. But for this season, since it's March, the sun is out. Uh, everything is going to blossom. We wanted to talk. We wanted to explore cottage core, the cottage core aesthetic, because I don't know. It's just, it's the time. It is the time to reinvent ourselves. You know. So if you want to, I don't know, have a new aesthetic. It's a new this season, new me. I yeah. Don't know. Like maybe, maybe. Well, maybe new season, not new me, but new style. Kind of. I guess. Yeah. New inspiration. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I. I honestly love. Cottagecore, like I've never been able to embody it because I'm a messy foot. <laughs> but um, by definition, Cottagecore basically is an aesthetic or imagery inspired inspired by an old-fashioned rural lifestyle, characterized by rustic decor and fashion, a revival of tradition handcrafts, etc. This was brought to you by dictionary.com. <laughs> Don't think that I'm this eloquent. I needed to read it from somewhere else. Because if you ask me, I'm like, you know, like, it's like there's like this piece of countryside, a big house, flowers, good breakfast for like the sometimes, you know, like, undercovers. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know, fresh fruits. 
and just I don't, there's something about college court that just feels so cozy and you just see people with their like small house like the book the fire that's why it's make me laugh because people yes. were commenting on our story about the theme of this week's episode and i was like some people say pedro pascal and i was like um oh my god we were no. sold out you know what it's okay because pedro pascal is uh it's it's not a face it's a state uh, of mind everyone everyone should know this by now oh yeah definitely <laughs> but it makes me laugh because i i show like a fire a fire so i was like you know cabin life trying to put some yeah i know <laughs> some detail were, like daddy vibes this is like daddy <laughs> oh my god listen so yes. sorry guys sorry. maybe let me remind you that we do have um <laughs> like celebrity uh tbrs and so does anna on her book set so i don't know stay tuned stay tuned so what's the origins of college court so let me let me know enlighten me <laughs> enlighten me what i saw from like the big research i did on google <laughs> always on the google <laughs> uh, so i feel like some people may think that tiktok kind of gave or not gave but like was the origin of the college core but what what i saw on the internet is that again tumblr was the was the um, the origin of it so people were like were having like kind of aesthetics on their feed but it's very themes that are associated with cottagecore includes self-sufficiency baking there's also what what was like kind of cute mm -hmm. some people say caring for people and i was oh. like oh that's so cute because since you're a smaller village maybe like maybe yeah that makes sense i guess Yeah, you're just like, you're getting to know everyone because everyone is the same city. So obviously, maybe gossip a little bit, but I just felt like it was so cute. Also, it's always about like soft feeling, beauty in the most simple things, just vibes of in a lot of flowers. I like because I went on Pinterest yeah. and I was like, what inspiration can we have if you want to dress up or something like that? And the picture I put was like a basket with some fresh fruits, a book open, and so yeah. It is a, it is like a very cozy, fresh kind of vibe. Like, I don't know, I feel like this reminds me of like this audio that went viral like twice again, like last year and this year, like the Dolce Caliente kind of Yes! Vibe. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the beautiful things in life. Like, it's a very cozy feeling. Like, I don't know, maybe you don't feel like changing, changing like the style you, you dress. Maybe it's just the feeling, you know, like the little aestheticness that you are envisioning, I guess. Yeah, and slow. it's always about, like, slow D, I feel. Like they yeah. say, Dolce Fernante, just, like, oh, take take a moment to just, like, breathe, not be so stressed. Even though we, we cannot ha all have a beautiful cottage in, like, in a reclusive <laughs> yeah. forest or something like that. But it's just, like, sometimes it's just, like... Take your coffee and not, and just read, you know, because I absolutely love. In on the weekend, when I have like one day off, I'm just like, yes, mm -hmm. I can take my coffee, and just be in the light, and just read, you know. It's just, yeah, and take it slowly, not being like, okay, I have to go to this shop, I have to do this time work, I have to be super productive. 
just like relax and enjoy. One of the film when you say Dolce Fagnanti, the film that I had in my mind was Tell Me About Your Name. Yes. <laughs> it's not, I don't, is this cottage core though? I, I don't know if it's necessarily cottage core, but I feel like it has that like soft feeling. Uh, that summery feeling of just like everyone is. Listen, sometimes it happens. Like the style plays girls are generous sometimes. It's not all about fashion. I'm just saying it in general. <laughs> We're manifesting going to a big mansion in Italy. <laughs> This is li- listen. It is what I envision. It is our future. I see it, and if we don't see it, we'll make it happen. Yay! Yeah. So yeah, manifesting the family girl. It would be. We should do a um, <laughs> an idea for next summer. <laughs> oh my God! Please. The family girl are going to Italy. <laughs> the family girls go abroad. Yeah. Be sad somewhere else. But somewhere else. That's what matters. I'm just saying. I just feel like we could actually read Elena Ferrante and just feel it more. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I feel the same, you know, like sometimes I, like, yes, we are saying go and read something happy and cozy. But if you also want to be, you know, sad but cozy, there's something, <laughs> there's a lot of things you can read. I'm just Saying. Yeah, I have a friend who at some point she was she she went on vacation and she was like, oh, I want a beach read kind of thing, and I was yeah. like, oh, maybe like go with something romantic or I know like what is her name, Eileen. Well, someone who like do those kind of mystery but in Nantucket. Anyways, she's very popular. I feel like I know, but like I feel like I don't. It's like the the trouble couple. There's a but there's a lot of books with couples in it. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. She wrote Hotel Nantucket. I know that. Oh, then I don't know. I was gonna go for something else completely until you say like, oh, she wrote this, and I was like, wait, no, it's not what I. Wrote. Anyway, or it's like it's the anyway. it's the perfect. <laughs> I'm com- I'm bringing this to the to Maine on the beach, you know. It's just like it's perfect for that. But I was like recommending this for her. I was like, oh, it's kind of fast paced. I feel like yeah. because it's on the beach too, it's kind of like beachy vibes. It's gonna be perfect. But then she texted me and she was like, oh, do you know Elena Ferrante? And I was like, obviously I know her. Do I know Elena Ferrante? Her- Excuse me. <laughs> like her work is just perfection, but okay, yeah, I do know her. <laughs> Once again, I think I've I've mentioned this before, but like I don't know what I was expecting for Elena Ferrante, but she's everything and more. It's it's very impressive, but now I really wanna I really wanna see how they adapt it, because I know that on Crave, you have, uh, which one do you have? My brilliant friend. And yeah. I was like, ooh, it would be very interesting to see it. But maybe we we will talk about it in our ex, uh, next episode of, like, adaptation. <laughs> oh, oh, oh everything's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, and for inspiration, we have, like, other things. But also, yesterday, your dress was was the perfect cottagecore vibe. I was on point. I was on point for the vibe. Like, I feel like that's the thing. I don't go for, like, overalls because they don't they don't fit me well. But I am smooth dressed. Like, I 
have a lot of floral dresses and like cutesy dresses that I <laughs> love to wear on and on and on. And like, listen, being very um like uh cold weather, I'll be like all dark. Okay, seriously. Uh, but like when once you know the tulips are out, the birds are chirping. Michaela wants to go for longer walks. The sun is out, but it's not like heavily, horribly hot. I will wear my dresses. Yeah, they... <laughs> that's why I asked you yesterday. Is it too hot for a dress? <laughs> is it too cold for a dress? Elada is like, is it too hot? And I'm like, you're the one who went outside. I was like in my house <laughs> trying to write a review. Oh my god! <laughs> the only I will say like the only thing that I will criticize about the whole aesthetic is the lack of like candles maybe. Yeah, because when you go on Pinterest, the the only people that you see often is like white women, white skinny women. Because like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, when I was like researching for pictures and I, at first I didn't saw like a lot of representation in the decor yeah. but then when i was researching they they have like that the, this article on architect digest who interviewed a creator a poc creator and it was very interesting to see her perspective on that topic yeah yeah and also like i love the fact that she did she didn't just say like oh there's not people of, of color in the aesthetic mm-hmm. like there's more people who are entering that that sphere and she was even trying to put posts that was like oh look everyone could enter the community is not just for for just white people and i thought mm-hmm. it was super interesting but also i thought it was super interesting that she actually talked about um weight like the yeah. body image and often I feel like we kind of put that on the side and we don't talk about it enough. Like, I, I, I tried my best to look everywhere for, like, creators. Not only bookstagrammers, because I feel like every bookstagrammer has, like, its little page. Like, I feel like right now we're all entering that, like, flowery, bloomy, cozy kind of, like, spring vibe so i will say for bookstagrammers go and follow pretty much everyone at the moment like uh, <laughs> i i try to post every single post that i'm like oh wow you know like you guys are really embodying like the season in a space but i i i did my homework and i found a couple of like creators that are not only about book content oh but in general and so it's like very diverse bodies and voices. Um, if you have any other recommendations uh, when it comes to uh, POC creators that embody this like hardcore uh, aesthetic, let us know. I will I will literally love to see more. Uh, just because it was hard to find. Like I know there's there's people out there that have this aesthetic entirely as their brand. Uh, but you know, sometimes it's hard to find them. Like if the algorithm doesn't want you to find something, you won't find it at all. Oh yeah. Uh, but like one of the first ones that I absolutely adore, and I've been following her for a while, is uh, Monica Kingston JPG. She's actually a bookstagrammer as well, but she started to slowly 
like um, a post in between, such as books and like her daily life, and she just has such a beautiful aesthetic, such a lovely uh, style, and she's absolutely adorable. Uh, there's Princess May, Ashley in the Mist, Capricorn, uh, Familia Dot Dreamer, and a very small one-page creator, Gardena Copy, my lovely shadow. Um, honestly, all of this and creators or people that I follow if again you know about more creators that embody this or even the parameters that still only have this aesthetic send it our way like I would love to see everyone's work in a personal post to their aesthetic yes um, because yeah I feel like sometimes sometimes what you get to see at least as inspiration and teacher is like very specific when it comes to grapes and body treatment and I feel like it's good to like have a different perspective on how different people still show or embody uh, an aesthetic or like something that you relate to I don't know just like why people or like things it's not bad per se like I, I'm sure for <laughs> if it happens it happens but like you know um it's nice to see everyone's little two cents so, what are the kind of like small things that we can incorporate in our like daily lifestyle, so we can become our best cottage, cottage core self? So, the steps provided by lovely people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say like the easiest thing would be like the outfit, but I would say like what we were able to see the most from like um, uh, insults and like. Pinterest, it's like Google, it's like arguments and shadows, you know, like pretty much iconic style. Like I have a friend of a friend of mine and has like a specific taste for this kind of sweaters. And every time I see the one like Gardner sweater, I feel like she embodies this sort of sweater. She doesn't know it. She does she has no idea. So <laughs> but uh, that would be why one. Flowy shirts, uh dresses, you know, like um I would say if it's uh, long and floral and it, it has like that kind of like fresh feminine I would say feeling uh, overalls it's Annabelle yeah that was just so cute <laughs> <laughs> pastel colors uh, but I would say that also a lot of the people that I see on Pinterest uh, boy colors uh, so I would say like white is a big one oh yeah beiges or brownies it's like colors that you can play with a lot and you can add like this like soft tint of pink or blue and or like lilac and it goes very well with everything. Mm. Uh boots, Mary Jane or white sneakers. I like people are talking about the return of the Mary Jane this year, like but we also have decor so I saw a lot of like dry or alive I say alive flowers. Uh, our plants it's very like greenish um yeah we have i i do i absolutely adore that landscape painting like i know that some people mm -hmm. feel like it's not super cute but i i absolutely love it uh like i said fruit basket a lot of maximalist so if you because some people go to the thrift shop and see those like yeah. maybe you can say kitsch trinkets and it's just like they put it in, in their in their decor and it's just like oh it's so it's beautiful so and the, the small mushrooms and then you have like anyways super cute absolutely love it 
oh yeah some people were like garden tools but i was like maybe more in your garage you know yeah <laughs> anyways it's just like this is inspiration you take what you want but after i went into the music section because um yes. and she does her homework like you know like it's going to be as good to hear what she says because i'm not very good with this but still <laughs> it's just because recently oh yeah ozier just uh oh uh, yeah it, yeah he got a new album but like couple of songs the album will come and I don't know why, just, I just feel like sometimes he does embody kind of like spring, the start of like reborn, kind of a bit rock, but also a bit cozy, a bit folk. So my music uh, recommendation for you all would be Strawberry Blonde by Mitski, which is a new artist I just discovered and I absolutely love her. It's very slow, cozy, a kind of like... Um, I feel like this is the OG end of the earth from a law, yeah. Lord Hero. It's like, I remember one of my friends on Bookstagram, uh, Liv, actually recommended to me like two years ago. And yeah, I was just like, yeah, this is mm-hmm. folkish. We have Ophelia. I love this song from the Lumineers. Every time I hear someone yeah. <laughs> with this name, I'm like, it comes up. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> I just, I love the beat of it. I have Cherry Wine uh, from Ozier, obviously, Beyond the Sea, Kina, uh, Granis. I feel like this one is a new one for me. Anyways, Bloom, The Paper Kite, The Wood Daughter. Oh, this one is a new one in my collection. We also have, obviously, Arisa with Sweet Creature. I feel like his first album could be a bit more like Cottage Core because it's, sl- yeah. it's slower than mm-hmm. the others. Honestly, I will add, like, for example, Oh yes. And I know it's not about sadness, it's about happiness and flowers. So like, <laughs> I feel like Matilda fits right into this description. Also, we have August on Taylor Swift. I feel like, uh, which one is it? Not Evermore. We oui. folklore is. Yeah. I feel it's the embodiment of cottage core. Honestly, honestly, I have to put it out there. I'm not her biggest fan, but when it comes to folklore. I like she really put her heart out with this one. Oh yeah and it was so different to other things that she created like i'm not saying she's not a great artist but like i feel like folklore when it comes to like originality and like a specific aesthetic um she went above and beyond i'm i'm just gonna say it oh yeah like for her it makes sense because she's always been a storyteller it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if is the Taylor Swift, you know, like, uh, it doesn't matter what she writes about, but I feel like folklore was very specific, and it's probably one of the, one of her albums that I was like, wow, okay, like, she really auditioned that, and once again, I'm not, like, uh, her biggest fan, so I was, like, so surprised at, like, how, how um, good I found the, that specific album. Oh, yeah, same. Same, same, same. And finally, I added Fantasy for from Alina Baraz. Did I say I it? I just cor- feel like Alina Baraz has, like, that vibe in general. Like, I feel like she's very, like, I don't know. Like, what do you think about Hot and Bothered? I will take Ariuki. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when you yeah. think about, like, that, like, specific, like, Princess Slash or Slash Cottage Core. Yeah. Kind of thing. Alina Baraz is, like, the daily 
Like, <laughs> you feel like you're in a dream yeah. when you listen to yeah, her yeah, songs. She's really like dreamy. Like, she's dreamy. also sensual though. Like the yeah. the newest one, I think Morocco is very. There's something about it that is just like, oh, okay, you. Maybe she changed a little bit in in her new album, no, but I still. Feel like she's basically the same. Like uh, when she came out with like her album for like Gali Mati with Malik Gali Matias. Oh yeah. It was very like teaser dreamy, but she always has like that dreamy vibe all the time and like she always she's she's basically she i would say like she acts like she portrays like herself like um kind of like a goddess embodiment yes she's she's good she's a great artist go 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 listen (laughs) amina is just like warm fuzzy dream cozy environment yeah Mm -hmm. she is perfect for that so what book would you recommend to be your best college score self? Honestly, I cannot give like a pure perfect list. Yes. Um, just because I didn't know like what book can come up. Like I always come up with like very huge things. <laughs> but I will say like for example, the most obvious ones uh, will be like for example the Hobbit by Mark Sherman. Um, it was something you will. Like at first I was like, huh? But then I was like, no, it's basically it is. Not a score. Like, it, there's nothing about the movie or the book that doesn't feel like that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. And there's also, I feel like the Hobbit, like, they are cozy. They just want to stay home. Yes. Even Even it, it has, like, such a, like, that adventurous, but, like, calm, calming kind of, like, feeling. Like, it's so cozy and it's like. Also, they have, they're, they're small. Yeah. So you're like, oh. They're, <laughs> um, I will say the other one that I um, recommend often is just for the sake of uh, I discovered because of like this podcast like yes if you've been listening to me you know that I am one that buys books for the cover and this one I captured the castle by Gary Smith I have the most beautiful cover ever out there um, it's basically like a girl wearing like a fancy dress and it's so pretty. Uh, it's it's a cute story, uh, and I will say like it has a that like kind of like antique feeling, like summer spring vibe. And the story is very simple. I find I find that uh, the vocabulary is also very like straightforward, and the yeah, the story is super cute. Um, I couldn't help but ask my team. Jane Austen for this <laughs> list. Listen, I'm a hoe for Jane Austen. Oh, it- he even knew about this. But I, I tried like to uh, add some sensibility just because sometimes I feel like it doesn't get enough credit. Everyone, everyone I'm ta- I talk to, they're like, sense of sensibility is the best one. <laughs> it is! It was so good. Like, it is so good. And I feel like because we get, because I feel like a lot of the like, besties out there get the movies or it doesn't matter the movie or the show they get like that feeling of like oh there's nothing better than Pride and Prejudice Mm -hmm. but honestly when it comes to like the actual like written work I feel like sensibility talks to me in a different kind of language like I feel like it's such a great story it's probably one of my next reads (laughs) in this month that I'm gonna be free from uni so yeah um, the other one that I will say um, couldn't 
I couldn't help but add it as well is the Dixie Dragon Society by Katie O'Neill. And honestly, whatever this author does, it's just pure perfection. The illustrations are beautiful, the stories are so sweet. I don't know, like, you need to check it out. You're gonna feel empowered by it. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, last time, I remember I was feeling so stressed and I opened it because I saw a lot of people recommend it. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, if you, if you feel anxious, stressed, whatever you're feeling, you're sad, it's not working for you. It's it's it not is, super yeah. long, but the like you said, the illustrations are gorgeous. The colors, there's something about the colors that the author used that was so com- comforting. It's, it's such a happy feeling. Yeah, and uh, the little dragons and like, it's so there's a problem in the narrative, but you know that it will be resolved and you just yeah. feel so calm afterwards. The same author has Princess Princess Ever After. Oh. So cute. Like, I cannot recommend this author enough. You're gonna love it. If you get to see it, you're gonna adore it. And another one of my favorites, both um, movie-wise and book-wise, is Howl's Moving Castle by Diana Wine Jane Jones. It's such a good one. Like, honestly, I cannot get enough of the book. Like, the, the movie brings me such serotonin, like automatic serotonin. Uh, so does the book. The book is also very, very nice. I have a friend who actually prefers the book over the movie, which is crazy <laughs> to me, you know, because, like, the movie has such beautiful scenarios and, like, the drawings are magnificent. But, like, honestly, the book, one, if, if you've watched the movie, you will kind of, like, envision, like, the scene for the, for the book. It's, it's such, it's so, like, similar, but there's so many different things that happen in the book that you're like, Yeah. I see all your recommendation, I'm like taking notes. Cause like <laughs> apart from like sense of sensitivity, the D Dragon Society, I was like, mm, I'm new to this. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, girl? Uh I will be very basic guys. Like is she always recommended it? So I put Little Woman. I, I, Little Woman is it's a movie or even a book that I just I feel like it embodies every season. But yes, and it's so cottage because like they go in the forest, they just run around. Um, also it's about family. It's cozy. I don't know. I just yeah, absolutely recommend it. As you should. Yes. Yeah. Also, Pride and Prejudice. Can we get over the field scene? No. And it made me laugh because last time I was like, my friend was talking about Succession. And I was like, oh, the guy Tom, he plays Mr. Darcy. Oh my god. (laughs) And she was like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah, the guy that that is in the field and says the most beautiful thing to Kara Knightley is actually the same actor. And she was like, are you kidding me? I was like, no. Anyways, I just I just feel like also because of the color that they choose to film. Yes. Pride and Prejudice, it just feel like a kind of like spring summer. It movie. does. It really mm-hmm. it really has that like I I can watch or read the book, doesn't matter when. But it it always gives me like that like happy feeling when I'm like feeling very deep in the like whole season. 
Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It has a different. It fits the text. It doesn't matter where you read it. It's good for you and your brain. <laughs> but it's. I feel like it's perfect for like this kind of thing. Yeah, and also, what is a Anna recommend recommendation with our French one? <laughs> Stamp, obviously. Like the special, the special, the corresponding, cor like the. <laughs> <laughs> the person in charge of like the French section, in other words. Um, yeah. yeah, I will recommend Femme Forêt from Anaïs Barbeau Lavayette. I actually know that her book, which is called Suzanne in language, mm-hmm. um, is translated in English, but I'm not really sure from this one because it recently published. But it's about like the forest, and she has this. Mm-hmm. She just has the style because she's very poetic, very literary. So she talks about the forest and just being make one with nature and how like she actually takes the time to enjoy the little things rather yeah. than just always be because because it's kind of a pandemic read in a way because she does talk about her experience throughout uh, the pandemic but it's just like oh I don't know I just feel like she takes the time to really. I feel like it's probably going to be translated because uh, she's actually becoming like more of a household name when it comes to French movies. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, like I feel like I've seen her work, uh, like at least Suzanne translated at least several times, like in in like at Louisville, uh, and it's probably one of the ones that I know that uh, she wrote French in English and she sells very well. So maybe, maybe um, at some point Femme Forêt will be like actually translated. Like um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I know, but I don't want to like. <laughs> I'm hoping that if it's gonna be translated, it's gonna be a good translation. But like I, I know that she's becoming more of a household name with the French movies. Oh yeah, definitely. Like definitely, her her first book was just amazing. It it's so short, but like. <sighs> I don't know. I I was very shocked when I read it. <laughs> I read it in a day. I was just like, I need to know what will happen. Like, what is the end? And it's about like family trauma and everything. It's just, it's amazing. So yeah, that's it. Oh, girly, look at us under one hour. <laughs> For once in our lives. <laughs> oh my god. Well, well. Where can people find us? They can find us on Instagram. So we have we are on the sad lit girls pod on Instagram. We do beans, uh, we do reels. We also have fun little um, graphics that you can see our recommendations. So we're having fun. We're also on TikTok, but I've never heard fun TikTok. Uh, once again, it's not because of us, but I think we are hilarious. <laughs> If you want Pedro Pascal content, you can you can have you some can, there. You find it like it's also a, Daniel Craig, like. <laughs> seems like <laughs> it went crazy viral, <laughs> for, and now here we are with like the hundreds <laughs> with the Daniel Craig. I don't know. Yeah, that was oh, that was so funny. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, they can find us there. Um, that's it. And that's it. Also, as always, remember if you have any recommendations or you want to chat about anything, our DMs and email are always open to you. So feel free 
this thing should always be out there on the web. We love that thing. Yes. Wow, amazing. Excellent. I will talk about that. <laughs> I always welcome. <laughs> so, see you next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sadly Girl episode. You can follow us on Instagram at Sadly Girls Pod. Stay tuned for the next episode.